our bodies belong to us and you will respect our bodies. You're not going to violate us anymore. And that is why we are not going to be appropriate with our protest anymore. Student activist Tebiso Maleswena, who is part of the I Am Woman in Three campaign, speaks out against violence against women. Maleswena says August, Women's Month, is generally used to celebrate, commemorate, comply. However, Maleswena says it is time for young women to change the status quo in the face of rapidly escalating gender-based violence. When somebody is violated and in the unfortunate case that they are beaten and they die, at the funeral, oh, she was such a strong woman, she was this, she was that. It's, we are literally celebrating women into their graves. And um, what we, as young women, the mood that is now taking shape is disrupt, question, and disobey. Because we feel that there is nothing to celebrate, there's nothing to commemorate, and, the, and compliance has not worked for us. So we are disrupting the status quo, we are questioning, we are speaking more and more, but rape is escalating, violence is escalating. Savera Khalidin, Senior Advocacy Manager at Seoul City Institute, says Africa is considered to have some of the highest rates of physical and intimate partner violence in the world, with over 45% of women experiencing some form of violence. This is against the global average of 35%. Khalidin says Gender Links conducted a study in four provinces in South Africa and found that 78% of men in Gauteng alone admitted to being perpetrators of some kind of violence against women. It's a very normalized problem in, in South Africa. The MRC did research and found that one in four women in South Africa has experienced violence in her life. And uh, the same thing with gender links. They did a study in four provinces and said that every single woman in the study had experienced some form of violence, whether that was emotional Uh, physical, sexual, or economic. If we created a a society in which boys and girls were, were taught to be equal, then we would be able to reduce this problem. Student activist Maliswena says most people don't even understand that violence can take many different forms and isn't just physical. She says the rapist is not the monster lurking in the shadow, but is often someone known to the victim. If you have not been pinned to the ground, if you have not been, your clothes have not been forcefully removed, forcefully penetrated, it does not constitute as rape. So that is rape. And that now speaks to consent. If I go out to the guy and we have drinks and he wants to sleep with me and him coaxing me, buying me more alcohol, encouraging me to drink more, smoke this because he wants to get me to bed, that is violent. And should my consent be coerced, that is, that is rape. It, it causes a lot of men to look at themselves to say that, have I raped before? Am I capable of raping? And that is the, question, that is the topic that nobody actually wants to engage in. The CEO of the Seoul City Institute, Lebohan Ramafoko, says talking about these injustices remains uncomfortable for some, and that needs to change. Step one to dealing with violence against women is that we must be uncomfortable. Social norms persist because we are so comfortable and and tolerant of them existing. The way that we ask these questions must be inappropriate if they must be. Young women must take off their bras. 
the issue is uncomfortable. The woman basically experiences shame and indignity, but we can't even show that to the world. Because if young women in our society are going to be experiencing such indignity, we must at least have the balls to show it and look at it. Ramafoko says violence against women is a symptom of underlying issues within our society. As a result, she urges South Africans not to allow the focus on gender-based violence to waver. Perma Kobane, SABC News, Johannesburg.